Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello and welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, an anti-diet registered dietitian and nutritionist. Happy Monday. How are you today? A better question. How are you feeling in your body today? How are you feeling in your body today? It's a prompt that helps you get out of your thinking head and into your feeling body. Oftentimes on Monday, we just want to kind of get on that hamster wheel of life with all of the maybe overwhelm, anxiety, um, just thought patterns that we have every Monday starting a new work week. If that's you, it's me too. And this is a reminder for you and I to kind of get into our bodies, take a few deep breaths, do whatever you need to ground yourself and to get your needs met so you can better show up in the world and better show up for whatever you've got going on today. Today on the show, I want to talk about clean eating. And I want to keep this brief. There's a lot of things to talk about with clean eating. Um, There's a lot of different facets. You know, there's a facet on sugar and fats and specific types of foods and what to eat and what clean eating doesn't promote eating. But I want to keep this like really clear and concise, um, really targeting why I don't promote clean eating as a dietitian, why I'm a dietitian that doesn't promote clean eating. You might think, oh my gosh, you know, dietitians, they're the ones that have mastered clean eating and they can tell us how we can eat more clean, right? And how we can actually make it practical and actually make clean eating satisfying. You know, like as a subset of actually doing the thing, it's like, oh, but actually we also want it to be enjoyable. Oh, and actually we also want it to be practical in our lives. And oftentimes that's the approach with dieting, right? It's like, oh, I want to first do the thing and then I want to find a way to make it more practical or enjoyable when really I take the exact opposite approach. It's like, what do we find most practical and most enjoyable? And how does that feel in our bodies is really an approach from from an intuitive eating standpoint. And that's a cool way to look at food instead. Um, Anyway, I want to talk about clean eating in a way that really explains why I don't promote it. And really in a nutshell, I don't promote clean eating because it essentially is another diet with a list of clean foods that are permissible and also the unclean foods that are not permissible. When we have that kind of black and white, good or bad thinking as it comes to food, this really harms our relationship with food. It really leads to a lot of confusion as well. And over time, this can lead to like the restrict and binge cycle. Like I'm only going to eat these foods and then we rebel against the food rules and then we restrict again. And that's the restrict and binge cycle, feeling that restriction and having it prompt another um, uh, binging experience or another kind of like feeling out of control experience with food or just feeling like, we're not eating the food that we deemed permissible. And so now we have to restrict again because we were bad. Are you feeling that? Have you ever felt that way about food? I have. So many of us have. Actually, it's super normal in the society live in, that we live in, in diet culture. We are fed this message that certain foods are good and certain foods are bad. And so, of course, we feel bad when we do the bad thing. And so we try to be good again, which is good is like the restricting eating, right? Until we feel like then we're not able to hold on to that restriction. We're feeling like it's not sustainable and we feel like we've quote unquote fallen off the bandwagon. And with intuitive eating, we want to bust through all of those concepts. There's no falling off the bandwagon with intuitive eating. There is no bad foods 
And with intuitive eating, when we allow permission to eat any and all foods, there is no guilt or shame or resentment towards the self either when we remove all of those concepts. But the reason I don't promote clean eating is because it enforces all of those things that I just talked about. There is a clean and unclean, a good and a bad. And this is essentially restricting. And really thinking about why we jump into clean eating, we jump into clean eating because, of course, we want to better ourselves, right? Like every diet, with every diet, we jump into a diet wanting to do the best thing for ourselves. We want to, especially with Whole30 and clean eating, we want to eat nutritious foods. And we might um, want to do clean eating, but hop on the Whole30 diet, which is like the child of clean eating, right? It's like the framework of clean eating is that Whole30 diet, which gives like structure to clean eating. Um, And that kind of... um, can help us really see which are good and which are bad because it can be really ambiguous, right? And I want to hit on that ambiguity for a moment because it seems like we'll never be able to eat clean enough. We'll never be able to have like the fish that's good enough. It's got to be wild caught from the specific region and the whatever, you know, or we won't have like the egg that was laid by like the happy chicken and the pasture raised pen or whatever, not even a pen. It can't even have a pen, right? (laughs) The chicken wasn't happy enough. It wasn't fed enough omega-3s. Oh, you know, the list goes on and on. That olive oil isn't extra virgin, virgin, virgin enough from the right region in Italy with the most pristine olives. You know, I mean, I know that I'm taking it to the extreme, but the extreme extreme, but do you see what I mean? And even, even, even at its basic components is extreme. It's like the fish isn't enough. It's the, the meat isn't enough. The eggs aren't enough. The quality standard is so high that we constantly can feel like we're not eating clean enough. And I don't think that we'll ever eat clean enough for diet culture standard. That's why I don't promote it. It's not flexible enough. It doesn't make us feel like we have the authority over choosing the foods that we want. We have to choose clean eating foods that they're promoting. And the quality of those foods, in addition to that, seems impossible to achieve the quality of the standard of food that clean eating promotes. And so that can really leave us feeling like um, not confident in our food decisions. It can really lead us feeling not autonomous, certainly over those food decisions either. We can feel like we don't really have the ability to satisfy our body and its needs. And this in turn perpetuates having um, maybe that restricted binge cycle and having a poor relationship with food. So essentially will not eat clean enough for clean eating ever. I want to hit on the processed food conversation as well, because clean eating says eat no processed foods. Actually, the definition of process though, is like manipulating food into any other form than its original state. So like if I chopped up a carrot, I processed it. If I sauteed spinach, I processed it. If I roasted something, if I pureed it, If I um, changed the state of any food, that is a form of processing. And we've done this for centuries. Um, You know, even the Mayans found, um, or the Aztecs or the Mayans, I don't know, they found a process. It was called nixtamalization, where they took corn and they put it with limestone. And actually, it broke down the corn so it could be edible for humans. Like that saved their entire civilization processing, right? (laughs) Processing has saved us, um, you know, like by preserving food with salt, fermenting food for centuries, like, like literally like this has kept us alive. (laughs) 
<laughs> processing is good. Processing can be great. And clean eating says don't eat processed foods. Well, to what extent is a food processed then? There's so many questions thereafter. You know, and so that vagueness, that ambiguity that comes with clean eating can make us feel like we're not eating clean enough. Going back to the whole 30 concept as well, I'm kind of ranting about clean eating, but that's just the way this is coming out right now. Um, with clean eating, um, with whole 30 rather, I often hear when people hop on whole 30, they say, you know what? I liked how I felt. I got to try all of these new recipes but it took so much of my time in the kitchen. I had so many dishes every night. I'm not used to that. I wasn't able to keep it up. Just like with so many other diets, right? We often feel like we're not able to keep it up. When really the truth is that diet wasn't able to meet the needs that our lifestyle demands, you know? It wasn't able to meet the demands of our lifestyle, rather. And so if it takes all of our time and effort and energy, it's not going to be practical enough for us to sustain long-term, you know? And so that leads us back to the mentality of like, we're eating clean or we're not eating clean. The remedy to this is allowing ourselves permission to eat any and all foods, right? The beauty in that, when we allow ourselves permission to eat any and all foods, is that over time, we gradually find ourselves choosing foods that make the body feel good, we often find meals that are satisfying are also balanced with a lot of color and flavor and texture variety. You know, there is no demonizing the foods that are on the clean eating list. They can be incorporated into your diet and the foods that are on uh, the, the, the other foods that clean eating doesn't provide. You can have those foods too. That's what normalizes our relationship with food. That's what totally um, demolishes that restrict and binge cycle. And it allows us to be fully autonomous into choosing foods that fuel the body, you know, that make the body feel really good. And that also tastes good and are satisfying and are what we really want as well. So you can have it all that way. You can have all of the health mentally, physically, and emotionally with none of the restriction. And you can eat clean in your own way without labeling it clean eating. I would say that like, heck, you know, whatever you want to call it, eat in, in your own way. Why do we have to call it a thing? Just eat, eat to satisfy, right? Like that's what intuitive eating would say, <laughs> you know? And so that's why I don't support clean eating is because it is just fostering the dieting mentality more. We give up our power to clean eating, the clean eating gods. They give all of our power when we surrender our um, food choices to them, to the clean eating. We don't feel like we are autonomous over our food choices. And so we often rebel against that. And we often reinforce the idea that we're bad for eating the bad foods when we rebel against the clean eating principles. That is essentially the dieting mentality. And so yes, to remedy that, we eat intuitively, we listen to our body. We feel conscious in our food experience. We feel like food gives us energy and we feel like we can choose the foods that we want that satisfy us when they want them, when we want them. And that's what feels good and empowering and nurturing to the body. I think when we choose that, when we choose to honor our bodies instead, we find ourselves having more positive and enjoyable food experiences. That is something that we can sustain for the rest of our life. Whole 30, clean eating. The rules are always going to change. They're always going to be ambiguous. We'll never eat clean enough. When we honor our body instead, we can get exactly what we need from food. From a pleasure perspective, from a nutrient perspective, 
and in total from a health and well-being perspective too. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this was clear on why I don't promote clean eating as a dietitian, and maybe this changes your viewpoint on clean eating as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, rate the show, and screenshot and share it. Maybe with somebody who feels a little bit obsessed with the clean eating movement right now, somebody that feels that food is taking all of their time and effort and energy. I get it. I've been there too. That's why I started this show. So don't hesitate to screenshot and share the show with somebody that might need to hear this message. And every Monday, you'll get a monologue from me on the show. And every Thursday, you'll get an interview. And I've got some great lineups in store for you this month. Great lineups for interviews this month. You won't want to miss an episode. So don't forget to subscribe. Okay. Follow me at aliciabrown.rdn if you want to continue the conversation at the kitchen table there. But until then, I'll see you on Thursday's episode. Take care.